Live from the meantime in Austin, Texas, this is the Sandlot Revolution Podcast. This is what a Rambler sounds like. Delicious sparkling water made with our limestone mineral blend. This is what a Rambler sounds like. Because Rambler is made here in the U.S. of A. Ramblers do it better. Visit RamblerSparklingWater.com to learn more. Hello, people of the revolution. We've got another recording from October of 2022. Right around the world series between the Philadelphia Phillies and the Houston Astros. We're talking to Phillies fan Joseph Giampino, who was the founder of the Carolina Kudzu. Enjoy. By the way, first and foremost, man, <laughs> go Phillies. Ah, we're not getting that out of the way at all. He's, he, I think half this half this podcast <laughs> oh, is going to be. I don't want. Uh, it's going to be about that. I don't want to. I don't want to use bad language like "fuck the Phillies," but I but fuck <laughs> the Phillies. No, nah, I'm kidding. I'm I'm pumped, man. I'm pumped that y'all. You know, the Strohs are running into another hot NL team. The Phillies, you guys uh, are made it, you came alive and have made it to the World Series with an interim manager. Has that ever happened before? I don't know, man. I, I you know, I have nothing bad to say about the Strohs, though. <laughs> you guys are a good-ass team, man. Well, I don't have anything to say about any team. Unless you're a Mets fan, then we got a problem, you know? Yeah. How, do you, how do you feel now, buddy? I feel great. We He and I talked about this last night. Uh and I told him I was going to be a little bit belligerent on his team, but uh, that's just, nah, just going to be competitive. No, I love Harper. I love I love Schwarber. Uh, it's gonna, it, this man. is going to be, you know, I bet it may go seven. I think we win in six, but I bet every game is two. You know, no, one it's going to be a good series no matter how you look at it. As, as far <laughs> as of now, as far as we've made it and, like, what we've done so far, we've already won the World Series, you know. I feel good about it. So, and, you, and you got the Eagles hot as shit right now, too. Oh, the Eagles are on fire, man. So, And that's your boy. <laughs> he got interviewed today. He was talking about what team he's trying to pick. And he was like, ah, I'm from Houston, but, uh, you know, I'm in Philly now. So he was kind of riding uh, that fence today. Uh, they, they asked him the question. I get it. So, yeah, he yeah, did, so. so he stayed neutral. He didn't give an answer, huh? No, he didn't give an answer. He was kind of, which is cool, you know. <laughs> He's about, a solid dude. How about, I don't know how well you know Orbit, but Orbit is our mascot. And you guys have the arguably the best hit in history baseball mascot in the Philly Fanatic. The, oh, the two are very similar in their, in their stature, in their attitude, in their uh, comedy. I think uh, I think the Fanatic and one other mascot are the only two mascots that are in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> and I think and, the the Philly mascot is the only one to be assaulted by um, uh, Tommy the Sword. Tommy the Sword multiple times. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> one of them was serious. Yeah. I think. Yeah, he got pissed off at him a couple of times. I think he stole his uh, four wheeler one time. <laughs> So to, to to describe to everyone what a nerd and baseball fan I am, MLB uh, tonight had uh, they showed the 1980 Astros Phillies playoff game five last night, and I watched at least six innings of it. <laughs> Nolan Ryan against Pete Rose. I didn't know Larry, Larry Boa uh, played for, yeah, for the Phillies. It was a great game. Nolan Ryan was throwing that was a squad man. He was, he was throwing audience? 99 in the eighth inning at, at over 100 pitches. He was such a Dude, that was a fire team, man. That that team was fire. Hold on one second, gentlemen. I gotta close my door. I got sure. like attack of the pets. Yep. Out, go, go, go. Get out of here. Go. One or two. Bye bye. Sorry about that. That's all right. Uh, so just you know, for 
any listeners, uh, we're talking to <laughs> Joseph Jampino. Yes, sir. And uh, he is a a founder of the Carolina Kudzu. Yes, sir. And a leader of the Carolina Kudzu creative uh, force behind their excellent merch and messaging. And uh, we enjoy that across all the socials and and. Thank Personally, you. Thank, thank yeah, you. you sent us some stickers and some uh, shirts and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Man. Thank you very yeah, much. Man. Want to well, make sure you guys were, uh, you know, taken care of. You know, absolutely. if I eat, you eat. That's yeah, how we look at absolutely. it. Absolutely. <laughs> and let's pause on that name real quick. It's uh, when you guys before I had met you before you sent us shirts, I was giving you guys kudos for the name. You know, tell everyone what uh, Kudzu is and and why it's. Uh, <coughs> tell me why it's. Uh, Unique to North Carolina. Which is hilarious because I grew up in the East Coast, and I've known what kudzu was all mm-hmm. my whole life, and I didn't realize until Hoodie started making such a big deal out of it about what kudzu was, and I've been here for 27 years in Austin, and I just like never mm-hmm. realized, like, they don't even have it here, but... Well, yeah. you know, kudzu is everywhere. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a really invasive species, and uh, I always wanted to use the name for something, you know, it was just like a really cool name. I just couldn't find what they use it for, and... I was, uh, you know, part of like the Carolina Sandlot and like that we split off. There was enough players. So <laughs> we were able to build another team. So I was like, you know, I want to kind of uh, play on that. And the more research I did, you know, like it was in, it was introduced to the United States in 1876. Um, you know, it's a super invasive species. I mean, it really takes over. And you always hear people <laughs> hating on it. They're always talking junk about how, you know, oh, kudzu is just, you know, blah, 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 blah. So I was just like, you know, you know, I guess. I just thought it was cool, you know, it's a good name. It's got a real strong name and got a real cool, like, you know, history behind it. And then you can plan, you know, Japanese characters and, uh, you know, the, you know, the cat, like, you know, the animation and stuff like that. So you can kind of push, you know, really cool branding with it. It's very strong. It's very, you know, you know, uh, aggressive, but yet inviting at the same time. It's kind of, I don't know, it's kind of neat. And my wife's family uh, lives there has a house up in the mountains in, in North Carolina, up in the Boone area. And mm-hmm. that's the only reason I know what it is. And it, it completely encompasses a barn or a shed or a light pole or a, what have you. Oh, and, dude, it goes houses, man. What's your slogan? Tell everyone Inva- your slogan. Inva- invading your field. We'll invade your field. I love that. It's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah man. Well, well done. Well done. And y'all, so you can- y'all got great design, great merch. And, uh, those shirts yeah, you man. sent us are really cool. We talked about the yellow kind of tie dye like yeah, uh, piece that you sent, and uh, anyway, yeah. good on you. And that's your that's your background. You're a uh, designer. Yeah, I was. Uh, I went to design school and photo- studied photography and design, <laughs> and then uh, I did that for a long time. Uh, I did it in Philadelphia. I worked for a newspaper and stuff like that. Kept up with it, but I was a DJ for many years, and I still play music. But I was a DJ. I was like a you know I did some touring, and I was a competitive turntablist and. Uh, you know, hip hop DJ. And then, uh, I would design all my own flyers. I would hand print them. I would hand draw them. So I, all my stuff was all <coughs> handmade. So, you know, I kind of got out of that field and, uh, dipped into sign painting and became a sign painter full time. That's what I do for a living now. Um, cool. and you know, kind of just, you know, playing on like being able to like, you know, how to knowing how to source things out and make things and create things and just create a cool brand. But, you know, at the same time, it's like, it's kind of like an art project to me, you know, more than anything else. It's like, Hey, this, look at my art gallery of bullshit. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I mean, it's themed on baseball, you know, and, you know, something that I've always like enjoyed and, you know, branding and logos and, you know, the romance of baseball. And I was able like, Hey, I can create something cool, you know? Very cool. Yeah. Hey, I was going to have MLB talk in, in place of uh, quick fire questions. I don't know if you've 
listen to our podcast much, but uh, yeah, yeah. sometimes I'll kick off an, an interview. But now that I've heard DJ uh, Italiano, I, I got a few. Yeah. Uh, I got a few quick fire questions. So yeah, man, uh, true. Best uh, best Italian dish. Your favorite Italian dish. Oh, uh, man. I mean, honestly, man. <laughs> I, anything my Nana cooked was just amazing. It, it, it always trumped, you know, any kind of like dish from, you know, Italy or, you know, so, but her menagot was very, really wonderful. Um, you know, she would just, the way she would make that was wonderful. Um, but also like I've had dishes throughout like, you know, Italy in itself that taste better than anything I've ever tasted in my life, you know, that are very, very simple <laughs> dishes. Like, uh, you know, just a, a very simple, you know, pasta with you know light tomatoes and olive oil and garlic and it tastes better than anything you've ever had you know so it's it's just toss up when it comes to the, like italian food you know my wife cooks certain dishes i cook certain dishes and you know my wife's italian too so you know that you know there's sausage and peppers and this <laughs> there's all these different stuff you know i'd love to hear the two of you get in a fight um uh, who, uh who's your favorite she, w- she wins yeah, she wins yeah, good answer who's your favorite uh favorite italian celebrity italian celebrity uh man Damn, I don't even. I haven't even. That's a that's a tough question, man. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, let's skip that. Let's come back to that one. Let right, let's go, let's, ho- let's hop over to music, yeah. especially hip hop. Yeah. Um, uh, what's your who's who's your top two favorite hip hop of all time? And then who? This is a tough question for some folks. Best new hip hop in the last decade. Best new hip hop in the last decade. Run the jewels, my <laughs> man, my man. RTJ, nothing, black nothing on black good. on black with a ski mask. This is my crook look. No, nobody can touch that. <laughs> Run the jewels too. Nobody can touch that album. It's fire. It's top to bottom gold. Uh, but my top, my top two favorite MCs, <laughs> Guru from Gangstar, um, is top, and then uh, Rakim. Perfect. Perfect. So that is the answer to last decade because there's not. It's a tough question, and RTJ's got the got. The, there's nobody you know. has come close to it. Um, the, uh, maybe uh, Aesop Ferg has done some good stuff. Um, Aesop Rocky's done some good stuff, but nobody can touch Run the Jewels. The way uh, LP and Killer Mike rhyme is just. It's uh, it's their cadence is unbelievable. Could agree more. Uh, last concert you saw? Uh, Judas Priest. Ooh. Yeah, Priest was is the last one in North Carolina. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was the last concert I saw. Nice. Christmas, yeah, or, a, Christmas or Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving. Sushi or uh, barbecue? Uh, sushi. There's too much barbecue down here. <laughs> I can't eat it anymore. <laughs> that that that's uh, pork too. I didn't grow yeah, up pork. on bar- I didn't yeah. grow up on barbecue, so yeah, I I, I kind of don't really have a taste for it. Uh, Joseph walks in the convenience store. Was he by? Oh, dude, this is this is the one. I always got to get combos for my wife. That's what she eats. <laughs> if I don't come out of the store with combos, dude, I'm in trouble. Straight up. Telling my kids. Old school Joseph, <laughs> a yoo and a Snapple. New school Joseph, get some trail mix and uh, and some Reese's Pieces, dude. That's the go-to. Nice. Not the peanut butter cups, but the, the M&M-sized pieces. Oh, yeah, that's for sure. Sometimes I'll sneak a Slim Jim in there, but it's got to be the spicy ones. It's got to be a spicy John. <laughs> Step into a Slim Jim. <laughs> for sure, dude. That's hilarious. I'll uh, eat that shit dry. I won't even, <laughs> no water, no nothing, just straight Slim Jim to the dome. That's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> who would you take, uh, uh, of all your kudzu pals, uh, who would you take into a bar fight with you? Dude, it's probably me that's getting into the bar fight. <laughs> and uh, you Tell them and, by uh, looking at I would you. actually take my boy Mike. And my boy Brian, because they're the ones that would take me out of the bar fight. So they're the ones that <laughs> they're the ones that get me out of there before that, us. That's what we get. Before I get myself into trouble. Most answers are I'd 
choose this guy because he's a really good talker. <laughs> it's like yeah. nobody wants to fight yeah, at this my age. <laughs> there are two Italian dudes too, my boy Brian and Mike. They're the ones that will get me out of that situation. I'm the one that's probably started this situation. So, yeah. <laughs> Love that. So I got a screw loose. <laughs> so, jo- so Joseph and I met, what, three weeks ago at the Field of yeah. Dreams? Yes, sir. Um, my team and your team were both uh, were two of the 12 that made it up there. And mm-hmm. uh, you walked up to me and uh, somehow you knew who I was or you, you asked who I was. And uh, you know, I really enjoyed our conversation. We had a, c- a couple of them by the end of that day. And yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it was freezing balls. It was like 31 <laughs> wind chill. My boy over here has got a like full on like length coat and looking, looking, uh, looking Philly wintertime. And, uh, me and I have my squirrel fur on boy and my squirrel fur. Yeah, dude, it looked good. It looked good. <laughs> Meanwhile, us Texas boys are, we, we were so underdressed and our, we came off our record summer, uh, heat wise here and stepping into uh, Friday night was like 39 Sunday was 31 and we didn't bring the gear we needed. We were, our bones didn't work. Yeah. That's just not out of the attic yet. It was, it was 89 last weekend. Yeah, I know, man. It was pretty brutal, man. But uh, it was magical and magical in itself. You know what I mean? So, Talk, tell us a little bit about it. What, what are some of your takeaways? And uh, tell us about your experience, man. You know, I mean, I mean, we've all watched a movie a million times. <laughs> I'm sure we've all pretended not to cry in front of a girl watching it. You know, um, it, it was just it was it was magical, man. Like I went with some buddies, and um, we went we put a, like a ragtag squad <laughs> of three crews uh, out of North Carolina. And came, um, and uh, I mean, just pulling up on the field, man, it gave me chills. You know, just it was like the most pure baseball. There was no bullshit. <laughs> you know, there was no money involved. There was no glitz and glam. Didn't have to pay for a ticket, and you just showed up, and it was like the purest form of baseball I've ever seen. You know, and just uh, looking into the corn and stepping onto the field, it gives me chills thinking about it now. You know, it, uh, it was, it was, it was just, it was beautiful, man. You know, uh, I, I wish we could have brought more people there. I wish we could have brought our separate squads there <laughs> um, and like everybody else had a chance to enjoy it. Like I did. And like, you know, the people that I was with. Um, but I mean, dude, I met, like I met you, I met other people. I met people <laughs> I never would have been able to meet in person. And, you know, I shook hands. I laughed. I had, you know, we cracked cold ones. We talked shit. It was, is what could be better than that? You know what I mean? I stepped inside the house. I was eating pizza in the field of dreams kitchen. How tight is that? You know what I mean? <laughs> I wouldn't, I, I, we, we, uh, opted in for the tour of the house and i kept i kept joking to my buddy i was like you think they'd be pissed if i asked to use the head <laughs> dude it was cool man <laughs> the whole thing like the you know seeing the, like it was is like it was just cool man it was cool it was cool watching seeing how other people's squads played you know like you know how people turn it up and turn it down you know watching other people pitch <laughs> watching people on the play like the camaraderie people laughing people like you know patting each other on the back you know and everybody didn't matter how good you were how bad you were you know everybody was just getting along there was no there was no bullshit and it was tight you don't get that you know what i mean you don't normally get that other places and uh you know, like stepping out of the corn, like you kidding me? <laughs> I yeah. sent, you know, like I ran through the corn with my wife and my little girl on the phone and they were bugging, you know, it was, it was tight. It was, it was remarkable, man. It was I'm, magical. I'm glad someone told me it was feed corn and not uh, sweet corn. I was about to take a bite of one of those. Uh, <laughs> I those would have eaten it anyways. I wouldn't have known the damn difference, bro. <laughs> so you, you said something that I, I love and I, I couldn't agree more with. There's so much beauty, so many different um, greatness is about Sandlot and everything we are in our culture and the game, you know, getting to play baseball again, et cetera. But, you know, getting to meet new people that you wouldn't, wouldn't have met otherwise. And yeah, yeah. for somehow there's just a consistency of, you know, just super humans that, that just great people that uh, we continue to meet over and over. And it proves true uh, over and over and, and certainly up there. And, and that's my favorite thing about 
um, about having joined Sandlot and, and been doing it five or six years now. It was, uh, like you say, the, the, the folks that I wouldn't have met otherwise. Dude, I was sitting in uh, Dubuque and I ran into <laughs> half your squad. You know, I was buying them beers. We were, you know, chopping it up, you know, you know, cracking jokes and just, you know, talking shit. And it was, I wouldn't have been able to meet some cats from Austin that played baseball and they were at the same place. And like, you know, I know they, they got into a little, you know, little squabble or whatever with some Iowa boys, but you know, like I met them at that moment. And if I was with them, I would have rolled with, <laughs> with you guys, you know what I mean? And, and been part of your squad. I felt like I was part of that squad. If, if that was in my situation, I was there, I would have been a yard bird, yard bird for that moment, you know? And that's, that's, I mean, that's, I mean, it's how I roll. I don't know how everybody else rolls, but oh, dude. You know, I was tight. You know? Totally, totally. I, we banged up that town. And there was a, did you go to that underground? There's like an underground dance club, hip hop music. Uh, no, no, I would, I wouldn't have made it to the game the night, the next day, bro. Yeah, I, yeah. I like, I like, I like to get it in. So. Uh, I hear you. And so you've played ball, you played ball growing up through high school. And then uh, you yeah. sent me a note. You, you hadn't played for 20 or 25 years until you joined MSBL or, or, and, or Sandlot. So, I played ball until I was about 16. I, I moved down south, south from the north, and uh, down south there was um, there's a really um, in the 90s uh, there was good as good old boy ball. You know they didn't like <laughs> northerners. They just do. they just didn't, and it was very apparent. And I knew it. Like I, you know, my grandmother came down here. You know, she, I've never seen my grandmother like you know <laughs> yell at my wrestling coach in a muumuu with a mustache because he called me a wop. You know, and like, and <laughs> that was, but that was acceptable down here. You know, like they, oh. they didn't know that was offensive, but my, my little old, you know, four foot 10 <laughs> grandmother, like, you don't go ahead. You know, she's got a muumuu on. She's going to, she's going to rip you a new one. But I had to deal with that with playing baseball. So it turned me off, you know, and I'm, I'm a skater, like a big time skateboarder. So <laughs> that leaned more towards the nineties golden era, you know, skateboarding hip hop. And I didn't need baseball. So, you know, while everybody else is buying Harleys and Ferrari, <laughs> Corvettes or whatever, I was like, yo, I want to start playing baseball again. So I started playing again at 40. You know, I found the Sandlot and started playing with these guys. And I was like, hey, let me uh, see if I can <laughs> step it up and play in some other leagues. And I started playing MSBL. So I played in two MSBL leagues. or I played an 18 and up league and then a 35 and up league because I'm in my mid-40s. So uh, I don't – I enjoy the baseball. I enjoy the pitching. I don't enjoy the people because they're not really uh, – there's no camaraderie. <laughs> they talk a lot of shit. There's a lot of racism. There's a lot of ignorance. And I'm not really into that vibe. I just like to play the ball, you know, and, and try to get better, try to, uh, you know, challenge myself, you know. So I wish, like, there was the, um, I don't know, I, it's nice to have a little bit of balance of both. It gets gets the little bit of screw loose that I got <laughs> out and then, you know, get that aggression out and then it come on the sandlot field and I'm able to be, like, a happier, you know, more cool person because of that, you know. Nice. So I don't have to take that aggression out on Sandlot and like, you know, so I can, you know, that's, that's just me though. You know, that's kind of a cocky comment saying you're a cool person. That's assuming. And no, I'm far from, <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. Far from I'm, cool. kidding. I'm kidding. I'm far from cool. I'm no, ugly you're, as no, you're not. You're dumb cool as, as a rock, bro. <laughs> cool as fuck. I'm not, I'm just now seeing those skateboards on, hanging on your wall. Uh, now that you mentioned that, did you design those or, or, or those, uh, uh snowboards? <laughs> that's a, I, I have a pretty big collection of art. Uh, that's a, Keith Herring board that was designed by a friend. This is my first skateboard right here. Not as corpus. That's my first board. I got uh, OG Vision <laughs> Gator uh, Psycho Stick. I mean, so I have a, I have a huge <laughs> collection of skateboards and artwork and stuff like that. Yeah, so Joseph's showing uh, some boards that he's designed with some really cool artwork on it. Uh, these are, uh, I didn't design these. These are <laughs> other artists, but I just collect them. Um, 
But like I built that <laughs> that neon in the background, if you can see it, it's a nine volt yeah. battery. I bent that. That's very <laughs> cool. That. I made that. Um, there's a lot of there's a bunch of Espo pieces, um, cause pieces, um, bunch of weird like art pieces that I've collected. Bigfoot. <laughs> so I collect all kinds of weird like uh, like hype beast artwork and stuff like that, and you know, that's cool stuff, man. Yeah, man. What brought nice, you down man. to North Carolina? Uh, my pops, man. My pops <laughs> was, um, yeah, he just moved down South and, uh, you know, we were in, uh, living in North Jersey, right outside of New York city. And, uh, you know, I guess, you know, those, his job moved down here. He was a machinist <laughs> and he just moved down here and, you know, just kind of grew from there, but I moved back up, back up and down. I moved, uh, I lived in the Bronx for a while. I lived in, um, Brooklyn for a while. I lived in Philadelphia for many years. So, uh, now I'm back. I live in Raleigh, North Carolina, like Raleigh, Durham area, <laughs> which is, uh, you know, a pretty fast growing area. It's very similar to oh, yeah. Austin. If I've, uh, you know, what I've heard, I haven't been to Austin yet, but <laughs> I think it's growing the same way and uh, same kind of vibe. Absolutely. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, that, yeah. that whole triangle area is just, I mean, it's, you know, with, I mean, it, it has something unique. It's got the, the healthcare first, which yeah, most yeah, yeah, places sure. like we've been playing catch up with healthcare and, and, mm-hmm. you know, nursing and doctors <coughs> and having all that stuff. And yeah, uh, yeah. The triangle area, I, I live there, uh, one semester uh in college and uh lived in oh, nice. carborough and, and oh yeah <laughs> carborough is cool man yeah. yeah it's nice there man yeah. i do a lot of work out there man it's a that's a cool little area man there's like cool little coffee shops and <laughs> neat little restaurants and bars and stuff like that and, right. and new, everybody out everybody yeah. out there's really educated and kind and cool man so yeah and a new team right the, the freight hoppers uh freight trains yeah man trains. they're 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 cool <laughs> they just started uh, a couple months ago and, uh, they're grooving man you know we uh they're a cool team, bunch of great people, you know, and I, I, it's nice to see like other teams spread up in the area and, uh, you know, it gives us somebody to play with instead, instead of playing with ourselves. Oops, my bad. <laughs> Sometimes I say things out loud. Uh, so that's a new Sandlot team in, in the area? Yeah, there's, uh, there's two new Sandlot teams in the area. <laughs> there's, um, the Carborough Frank trains and then the Durham dirt bags. Ooh. And, uh, then there's the Raleigh Reapers and then <laughs> the Kudzu and then there's the Pickles. That's the five. Oh, and the Wake Forest Wombats. <laughs> that uh, is a new one too. So there's, what's that? How many is that? Five, six, six, six teams yeah, now? Yeah. Yeah. And that all sprouted this year. So. Like in less than 12 months, like in nine, yeah, 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 eight yeah, or nine, yeah, 10 sure. months. So you all had one team initially okay. and, and mm-hmm. then had enough uh, capacity to, to branch out into uh, a couple others. That's when you st- yeah. decided to lead, start and lead the Kudzu. And, uh, yeah. how far is Wake Forest? That's up in, uh, uh, Greensboro. No, or? that's where, <laughs> that's where the Wake Forest university is. Wake Forest, the town is about a half hour North of Raleigh. Okay. So yeah, they're <laughs> Mike, uh, Italian Mike, Ayardi, he, uh, <laughs> he, uh, is our catcher and, uh, he plays third base too. He was, has a bunch of people in that area. So he started another team, <laughs> but he plays with us. But he has another team going, so we'll have more people, you know, having access to it in different parts of the, te- you know, area. Nice. Yeah, now, speaking yeah, so. of teams, who who did you guys play? Who are the two teams you played in in, uh, in Iowa? We played the the Cobras and uh, we played the Jesters. Um, they were both great teams, <laughs> great people. Um, you know, it was, it, I think uh, I think we had a, we had a nice time. There was great, good vibes, laughs, you know, like talking to everybody, everybody got along. The baseball was good. It was turn up, turn down. You know what I mean? It was like, 
pretty competitive on both sides of the picture. Um, I don't know if anybody played a night game <laughs> out there at Field of Dreams, but uh, yeah, we did. It was a it's a it's a new uh, experience. Those lights are it's half a, light poles are half the size of a what yeah the, the, a baseball field light pole should be. The ball strobe. <laughs> you see, see it, don't anything. see it, see it, don't see it, and then uh, if you get a certain ball that like you can't, it's it was it was really unique, and I've never played ball like that, but. You know, that's, I mean, it's just the nature of it. You know, some places that got, you know, different ways. Of, but <laughs> the teams are great, bro. Like, I had a good time. And I'm I hope a, to see them again, play I'm, with them again. I'm an outfielder, and normally when you have poor lighting, you can't see fly balls hit to you. Mm. Out there, you, you could see fly balls off the bat, and you just couldn't see them once they got to you. But it was the ground balls that we couldn't <laughs> see a lick of. Like, we you know, oh, started wow. to hit a line drive between third and short, and I wouldn't see it until it was, you know, 10, 15 yards into the grass, into the outfield. And, uh, anyway, that was, yeah, it was. It I played was, outfield uh, the last game, <laughs> about three innings. Uh, I, I played first base in outfield, and, uh, you know, I'm stuck with the curse of the lefty. But uh, I was playing center, and a ball got hit, <laughs> and I was on it. I saw it come off the bat. It disappeared, and, you know, I was going back, going back, and then, it came back in the sight about 20, 30 feet in the air. And I was like, yo, what happened? But, you know, whatever. You, know? you catch it? No. Yeah, I of course did. not. Yeah, because <laughs> if, if, if you had 60 feet, you would, you know, a vision until it got to you. But, yeah, it's like the fly balls you'd see off the bat, and then they disappear, and then you see them again. The ground balls you didn't, I didn't see off the bat at all until they got, you know, I did, I was, you'd hear the crack, and I was like, where the fuck's the ball at? Hey man, it was an. Ex- I like to say it was. It was an experience. Yeah. <laughs> you know, whatever. You know, it's it's all good. And like, it was just nice to be there. And like, hey man, <laughs> both those teams are really cool. And everybody was super rad. And you know, I I couldn't be more stoked to be there. So I have nothing but great great things to say, man. You know, it was it was it was it was too good, man. It was too cool. Who'd you so. play? <laughs> the Cobras and the Jesters. Nice. Which the Jesters. Damn, they we got, just we just talked about this for the LGB on there. Howard went to grab a new beer. <laughs> they had the dopest jackets. Like this, their jackets are so fresh. I, I oh man, and was, so clean. Was, were they fresh? Huh? Were they so fresh and so clean? Oh, they were so fresh and so clean, dude. <laughs> <laughs> They're good, man. They're good. So we like to be a resource for. Uh, uh, new teams, folks looking to start a team, folks looking to find a team. Any advice or red flags or anything you've experienced in starting Sandlot and then certainly in starting the Kudzu that you'd give as advice, like do more of this, do less of this? And you know. I think the only thing, like maybe it's just my personality. Um, I go 100% on everything I do. <laughs> I guess like going like full on. It doesn't matter if I'm like, trying to beat out a you know ball at first or if I'm <laughs> drawing something I want to draw the best line. I think you need to find somebody that's gonna lead a team that has the <laughs> same drive as someone that has that mentality that I have. And I think that's really important because you can start a team, but <laughs> if you're not going full on with it, then what's the point? You know what I mean? Like go on. Like I've lost so much money like, you know, just trying to, you know, buy patches or <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Like buy patches or jerseys or shirts or whatever. And like, I just want to go as hard as I possibly can. So everybody that's part of the kudzu feels like, damn, we're doing something great. <laughs> and I think that you have to have somebody else that like, you know, if they're going to be a leader, they really need to be a leader. I can't be a leader of a huge group, <laughs> but I can be the leader of a small group. And um, 
I think that's important. Um, I think you also need to have a team that's like really gets along, um, you know, like chirping on the field, you know, cheering the pitcher on, cheering, <laughs> cheering everybody on. It doesn't matter how good you're at baseball. It does not matter. But you can be the best teammate ever. Bring beer. Tell the dirtiest joke. <laughs> you know, tell the best jokes. Like, you know, show up with Bojangles or donuts. Like, you don't have to be a good pole player. It's not about that. <laughs> but being a good damn teammate is so important. And when you have people that are stinkers, that sucks. You know what I mean? Yeah. When people just sit there like a lump on a log, that's not fun to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? I would rather have the worst baseball team. Like I said, I play in these MSBL leagues, <laughs> and I can't deal with these 18-year-old kids. They're all good-ass ball players, but their egos are terrible. They don't cheer each other on. They don't say goodbye. They don't say hello. <laughs> I don't want to play like that. It doesn't matter how good they are. Yeah. I'd rather have a team that's terrible. But if everybody's laughing and shooting the shit, drinking beers, <laughs> you know, like telling fucking disgusting jokes and, and not taking stuff so serious, that's so important, man, for a good team. And that's that's I think that's really important. And everybody takes a little pride when they go out there. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's, that's you know. Like, I'm proud to be a kazoo. I suck at baseball, <laughs> but I'm proud to be a kazoo. I'm going to show up with a, you know, a case of water today because I'm proud to be a kudzu. Yeah. I'm going to invade this field <laughs> with these, you know, with these yoo-hoos. I'm invading this field with yoo-hoos today, boy, you know? <laughs> those Bojangles biscuits, man, those are sick. <laughs> oh, man, that's, that's called church, boy. That's, that's, that's Sunday church. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so did you, the, the, obviously the camaraderie and everything that you feel – you know, so deeply about with Sandlot. Did you, were you getting that anywhere else before? Um, you know, for me, I, I wasn't really getting it other places. I mean, I had lots of good friends and, uh, you know, how you drift, you know, in and out of friend groups yeah. and that kind of thing. Um, but this is going on now, six, 17 years, you know, it's like, it's, it's kind of a special, special well, way to connect. It, it's really unique in my sense, like in the DJ world, like, in a small, like, turntablist world and hip-hop world, we were very, <laughs> very connected. And I was part of an art collective called Permit Vacation. And it's, like, a bunch of artists and, you know, MCs, <laughs> artists, like, cinematographers, you know, uh, you know, designers and stuff. And we would all vibe. And I had that feeling. Um, when I was DJing, <laughs> my small clique was like that. When I lost my uh, DJ partner, um, my DJ partner, DJ Merlin, <laughs> um, I lost that. Uh, my whole crew separated and the camaraderie <laughs> stopped. So, and then I was coming out of that world because of, um, you know, <laughs> I was starting a family. The late nights weren't working too well. I was trying to take, you know, having a little one, you know, it was really important to me. I can't, <laughs> can't walk somebody to school at 7 a.m., you know, after being in the club till 3.30. You know what I mean? And like, now I found this and I feel like this is the, <laughs> besides marrying my wife, this is the most important and the best thing I've ever done in my life. You know, and I feel like that, like I'm, I'm growing as a person. I'm becoming a better person because of Sandlot. You know, I feel like I'm kinder to people. I feel like <laughs> my drive is different. I feel like I'm able to be creative and put it into the world, <laughs> you know, in a different sense. You know what I mean? Like baseball is romantic, man. You know, it's, it's, it's something special about baseball. <laughs> the smells, the sounds. Dude, I didn't have shit growing up. <laughs> I had the shittiest spikes. I had the shittiest fucking glove. <laughs> I had the shittiest bats. You know, I make money now. I'm going to buy myself the nicest bat, the nicest glove, the nicest spikes. You know what? Why am I going to do that? Because I can't. I never had that. <laughs> now, that's so important to me and it makes me happy. I have the biggest smile on my face when I run out into the field. <laughs> I have the biggest smile on my face when 
someone else on my team makes a good play or someone gets a good hit or someone shakes someone's hand or someone, you know, shotguns a beer off their spike. That shit is <laughs> fucking happiness, bro. Dude, that's one hundred percent. That's beautiful, man. That was well fucking put. Yeah. Well yeah. put. Yeah. Life's too damn short. <laughs> Life is too fucking short, man. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna go one hundred percent in everything I do, and on the field, I'm gonna go one hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna shake your hand one hundred percent. I'm gonna do this podcast one hundred percent. I'm gonna drink this beer I'm drinking one hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? That's, <laughs> and we only get one shot, man. Might as well do it. You know, and Sandlot <laughs> has allowed me to do it more. And few and far between, unfortunately, and this is my opinion, I guess, but are opportunities for for people to be sweet and be genuine and have that smile and exercise something they didn't expect to run into. And, um, you know, everyone needs that, obviously. And, yeah, and, and you summed it up great. I mean, that is Sam. I mean, that's exactly what, uh, you know, I've called it the three-hour smile. I mean, we check – whether you're good, whether you're bad, whether you're new, whether you've played for five decades, we're all out there for the same purpose. And, and baseball is almost se- secondary to the sense of community and the brother and sisterhood and the new new folks we meet and the relationships. Oh, and man. We all need more of that as a humanity. And uh, uh, Dude, we wouldn't be having this conversation. <laughs> we wouldn't be having this conversation right now. You know, I would, wouldn't have talked to Matt from the Rockefellers or, you know, Corey or Brett and those dudes from the Rumblers like – are you kidding me? I've never in my life would have been able to meet those dudes. And they're fucking the best dudes in the world. <laughs> you guys are the best dudes in the world. How awesome is this? Yeah. I'm in, I'm, in, I'm in North Carolina. You guys are in Austin. You're an Astros fan. I'm a Phillies <laughs> fan. <laughs> we can talk shit back and forth. We're going to be sending text messages back and forth for back next week. Back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? And when I see you, no matter what happens, I'm going to give you a big hug. Yep. and tell you I love you. Same you know here. what I'm saying? Yep. And I'll say sorry y'all didn't win it. <laughs> oh, oh, come man. on! No, 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 I'm kidding. I mean, already, no. you've done. Like I said, I'm kidding, baby. We already won it, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you, so you, when you walked up to me and introduced yourself, what did you call it? It was your squirrel, what? Huh? Either the coat you oh, had. That's my squirrel for. That's yeah, my squirrel. For, yeah, yeah. So, you, so it was cold. Face, no? I'm just now seeing it. Now I'm seeing you in a t-shirt. You're all, you're all yoked up. Uh, what what else you play? You play any other sports growing up? I know you said skateboard and. Did I was um. I was a very, very, very um, high competitive wrestler, and that's what that was my thing. So I was, I was, I could have gone very far in wrestling, and you know, wrestled at like, you know, at the college level. But um, I got into a little trouble, and you know, I was chasing the ladies around and skateboarding, kind of took <laughs> front seat to all that stuff. But I was a sponsored skateboarder too for many years too. So oh, and uh, yeah, yeah. So I uh, <laughs> threw they threw down on the board. That was. One thing I was uh, really, really good at is skateboarding, and uh, you know I did real well at that. And uh, I don't know, but wrestling was <laughs> wrestling was my uh, my thing. But nice, nice. We I uh, miss <laughs> I miss that, but I'm definitely too old for that shit, man. Yeah, you know. Uh, uh, the light, let the light little, in. That's gonna be a little bright. And the lights go yeah. down. <laughs> so uh, people can't aren't gonna be able to see you, but uh, you know we had Matt Mestis on. He was in town a couple months ago, and we interviewed him and. Both of you motherfuckers are head to toe tats, huh? You got ink uh, up and down your arms. Yeah, man. Uh, looking good, dog. Thanks, bud. It's, <laughs> it's, been, a, it's been, a, been a painful ass process, man. <laughs> you know, I got some bad ones though, bro. I got, I got some tats. Got some prison tats. 
Oh, not prisons, <laughs> but I got some stupid ones, man. I got, <laughs> my, I got the fanatic tattooed on my leg, though. Uh, my man. <laughs> Drinking a martini. <laughs> uh, my man. Uh, my, my, my buddy Liam Colopy, the reason I said that, uh, he he's, was a Marine, and, or is a Marine, and uh, he got tats when he was serving in the Marine, and they're, we call them prison tats because they're just oh. ugly as fuck and blue yeah. only and... Like the you know, we, we was like nice, nice prison. Oh uh, man, <laughs> you if 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 everybody if you and me anybody's got tattoos if they have no bad ones <laughs> they they're rich kids. All, <laughs> all, all the dudes I know, especially tattoo artists, everybody has a koi. Yeah. Everybody has a con. Everybody <laughs> has dumb tats. But now now I'm at the point I'm so covered <laughs> that I just. It doesn't even matter anymore. It's just filler space. You know what I mean? Well, how old were you I, when you got the uh, fanatic? Dude, I was in my thirties. Oh yeah, I, got a, <laughs> I was on my way to Europe. I was on my way to uh, to Spain, <laughs> and I uh, met up with my boy in uh, in New York City, and I got tattooed, and he put some tachyderm on it, <laughs> and because of the um, the ele- the you know the whatever the 30,000 feet, whatever my, it filled up with blood and pus. <laughs> so my whole leg was swollen in a tachyderm <laughs> filled up with bodily fluids. And I had to go to the bathroom and crack, <laughs> crack it open an airplane oh. bathroom oh. on the way to Spain oh. and exploded all over the whole fucking bathroom. Jesus Jones. Oh my God. It's like, it's like, like a bola. <laughs> it looked like someone got murdered in the fucking airplane bathroom. Well, at least you weren't tampering with the smoke alarm. Uh, <laughs> hey man, you know. <laughs> so, so, so I assume you've gotten to know Matt uh, from the Rockefellers. You know, you know, his lady, his lady, that's why they were yeah, here. She yeah. was uh, at a conference touring around for for. Uh, for Dude, M- Matt and I kind of just started, you know, chirping back and forth <laughs> about baseball gloves and bullshit. And like, then we just started like keeping in touch. And, um, you know, <laughs> I met him f- finally at Field of Dreams. And dude, he's the best dude, man. Best dude. He like, <laughs> legit, like he could ball, like he could <laughs> straight yeah. ball, you know, and his team can ball like, like motherfuckers. And he is so in tune <laughs> and he's the best dude to be like a new generation of like trying to build Sandlot. He's level headed. He's smart. Dude, he's fucking like he's got <laughs> he's got a swagger about him. Yeah. Yo, he's like he's like a he's humble a, he's swagger. A, high, a humble swagger. One hundred percent. But dude, you know, he's him and I have been bullshitting about cars that, <laughs> like Porsches and old school cars. I'm into that kind of stuff. And uh dude, he's he's a G. He's a he's a legit G. He's living in San Diego running a uh, running the Hudson Hurricanes, uh, the, yeah. the adult league, and then starting the uh, the Rockefellers and both teams in New York. He's doing it for San Diego, and he's travel. He's meeting them up and playing ball. Dude's a G. The dude's a fucking straight G, man. I, <laughs> dude, I, I I look forward to him. I'm gonna try to have him come down in the spring and come hang out and play ball with us, and vice versa. I'm trying to you know link with him. Like he's really the best dude, man. Like you know, and I wanna. <laughs> I want to say something like, and I, I don't know. I know a lot of people, this is after Field of Dreams. <laughs> I don't know if anybody's been interviewed after Field of Dreams, but like, I want to kind of give like a big shout out to, to Brett. You know, I, I've been, a, <laughs> I know everybody does, but like, I've been putting on events for like a million years in the DJ world, <laughs> B-Boy battles, Red Bull events, like, you know, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> I don't think people realize what goes in to putting an event on and he might have been quiet and he's humble and chill. Dude, I know he put so much time, <laughs> so much effort, all the bullshit he probably had to deal with. Dude, he deserves the biggest recognition <laughs> for bringing te- 
dude, have you ever tried to like get three friends to go out and have dinner? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it, it's really, it's, I mean, he wrangled 170 people, yeah. right? It's like herding cats, brought them <laughs> to the middle of nowhere for baseball. Yep. Dude. <laughs> Dude, that's that is a straight G move. Absolutely, <laughs> like, and I mean, and he had best. to go to the mat for it. I mean, it, that was a year of planning, and it was he had to give him a deposit before he knew anybody was coming. And Dude, you know, it was it, it's it was real. Yeah. He put his ass on the line, yep. <laughs> and I don't think people realize <laughs> what really goes into that. And it's like, dude, he's <laughs> he's a he's a rad dude, man. And you know, and I know <laughs> he's kind of put that thing that I know you guys got that message out there, and like, dude, I like. He is, he is the epitome of Sandlot. <laughs> His team is rad. Their branding is rad. They have the most level head. Everybody on the team is fucking awesome. <laughs> Juan, Corey, <laughs> they're, oh, they're fucking best dudes. They're, they are the, all the best dudes, man. And the message you're talking about, I, I assume, is, is Brett's announcement that he's going to back off of uh, uh, a lot of the organizational, <laughs> and et cetera, and just play ball, which uh, he, he so deserves it. You know, it's... Yeah. Uh, He's done so much already, and yeah, just just go enjoy playing ball. I have, thank you for I was, everything, I, and and yeah, man, go enjoy playing ball. I was busting his balls. I was like, "Yo, man, quit tying your fit." Like you know, it's a, it's a big joke because he's a fisherman, and I like to fish. <laughs> I was like, "Yo, quit getting your kids' lines out of the trees. It's time for you to. It's time for. <laughs> it's time for you to fish, buddy. <laughs> cast, cast your line, bro. Cast right. your line." You know, it's important. <laughs> Take care of yourself, you know, and that's that's funny. It's tight, man. That hits, you know? that, that, hit, that hits home more than I wish it would, getting the lines out of the trees for the kids. Uh, I so also want to, like, I want to say, like, <laughs> I also want to say this too, man. <laughs> Every team represented, man. Their uniforms, everybody came through. That's a big journey. <laughs> that's, dude, I, I, I hate flying. We had some rough-ass flights. <laughs> Our plane fell out of the sky. I swear, I, I thought that, like, the John Lithgow monster was going to hop on the wing <laughs> and eat... <laughs> And eat the engine. It was it was it was not a good scene for me. I, I've been all over the world, bro, and I hate flying. But it takes a lot to get people to motivate to do anything. <laughs> to like go to the store, to go anywhere, to get that many people. Twelve teams. Every team deserves like a, like a nod, man. Like <laughs> that's a big thing. To bring the whole team there, to have laughs, to drink beers, to get those swag bags together. You know, it's tight, man. Absolutely. Everybody deserves. You know, a little bit of like pat in the back, man. Good for you, good for you. And I look forward to seeing everybody once again, man. You yeah, know? I'm glad everybody had the great time that they did, and you know, the people who weren't there. Like every time, uh, you know, any any trip is taken like this. There's lots of FOMO. Everybody who didn't go, they're they're, they're like, damn it, I wish I could have made it work. I wish I, I know made it work. So hopefully that will um, you know breed more. That's what bumps me about. <laughs> Our squads is like I couldn't bring my team, and the Reapers couldn't bring their team, and the Pickles couldn't bring their whole team. <laughs> we brought, and it wasn't like the best of. It was just like yeah, people that you know come more to you know Sandlots, <laughs> but like next time I'd I'd love to bring the Kudzu. You know what I'm saying? I'd love for <laughs> you guys to meet some of the other people. You know, Absolutely. they're just they're 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 way cooler than I am. You know what I'm saying? Way prettier than I am too. You know, <laughs> so I mean they're 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 soft on the eyes. So I mean like I would love. <laughs> If not there, you know, come down to Austin and bug out with you guys. So that's what and I was like, going to say. Like, you know I, I, I wish you would have. I wish we would have hung out in Dubuque uh, late night or one or two nights. Like, help me out and bring your team down here. Oh, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll roll off the red carpet for you. 
Bring, Might bring, be. bring, I, I bring, bring weird, bro. I like in, getting weird. So. Invite, <laughs> invite, it will keep, keep, that's our slogan, or it used to be when back when we had culture, keep Austin weird. Now we're keep yeah. Austin hipster, I say. But uh, <laughs> now bring all, let's, let's get a little North Carolina barnstorm, man. Invite them, all six Dude, of them. I, and come I would down be here so and, hyped to do that. <laughs> so hyped, man. I, I've been talking to oil dogs a little bit, the sheeple, you know, you guys. I, I would love <laughs> whatever it is, man. I don't even, it's not even about baseball. Like, if it's just like you're know, watching a baseball game and going to bar and like talking shit, I would enjoy that. I'd like to sit in between you guys and just <laughs> give you a big hug and be like, "Yo, man, let's say, let's <laughs> tell me, tell me your worst joke." Yeah. You know what I mean? That's how I am, man. Like, <laughs> I don't even give a shit. There's times I go out on the baseball field, I don't even put my glove on. I just sit in the outfield and watch everybody else because, <laughs> to me, that's beautiful. You know what I mean? Yep. It's like touching the grass. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like. I don't know, just watching people play and have a fun, have fun, man. You know, and, that's, that's and, tight. And you said it earlier, you know, the, the smile, the 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 uh, the joy and ge- truly genuine smile that a teammate gets after making a play, especially some of these folks who haven't played baseball all their life, or you know, yeah, they, they make a player, they get a hit, and it's just as enjoyable for me to see. Well, they deserve a chance too, man. <laughs> like you said, like in MSBL, I know you guys like, you know, it's a big thing in Austin or whatever. <laughs> and I found it out from your teammates, actually. You know, like. Like, those people have been playing baseball all the years, and they've never <laughs> allowed, like, people that are, like, gay or transgender <laughs> or queer or, you know, have never played before in their life. They never allowed them to play. They deserve just as much <laughs> – they just deserve as much as we do. Absolutely. You know, Everybody does. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> and that's what's cool, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, in the 18 up leagues or the MSBL, man, <laughs> those people wouldn't be allowed in the field. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But they're allowed on our field. They're allowed yeah. on my team. Non players. Players who didn't play high Dude. school, players who barely played little league, totally, you know. I and mean, we we've got a few people on the Playboys that haven't that literally played maybe one year of little league, but they've gotten game winning hits. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> they they produce. Like we we have people like that too, man. <laughs> like Tyler that runs the the Reapers. <laughs> he didn't play uh uh high school ball. He played little league. Dude, he's a gr- <laughs> great teammate, runs a team. He's in charge of Carolina Sandlot <laughs> Collective. Um, you know, I, I do want to apologize. I get a little – I got, like, hella anxiety. So when I start talking fast, I start coughing. It's, it's just – it's a tick. I got a nervous tick. You'll catch me blinking and twitching. Hey, I'm, I'm glad it's know, not I'm, COVID. I'm, I'm nuts, bro. I'm glad it's not COVID. No, it's, <laughs> I don't got that vid. I don't, my, I don't have the vid. But, you know, like, people like Tyler, like, he's a great person to lead the team. And he <laughs> – just played Little League ball, and I've watched him grow as a ball player. I've watched him get better as a ball player. I've watched him, like, I think he batted, like, you know, like, <laughs> four for eight. Yeah. Dude, that's tight as hell, I feel the dreams. Absolutely. He batted, like, four for eight or five for eight. <laughs> Dude, that's 500, bro. Yeah. yeah. That's great. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Hats off to you, man, yeah. you know? <laughs> so, so is is everybody in Sandlot uh, Collective or everyone in North Carolina Sandlot part of the Doc Ellis League, or are you all independent? No, um... The Doc Ellis League is, um, I, I know you guys know about it. <laughs> they don't, uh, the Port City Pickles are the only ones that really uh, go play da- Doc Ellis League. Because um, they came from there. They basically started that Yes. Um, <laughs> but they play with us. Uh, some of the Doc Ellis teams are a team called the Crawfish. And they don't, they won't play with us for some reason. They, uh, which is, it doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> I'm not trying to get political, but they say that we're not inclusive, which doesn't make any sense because we're trying to include them. And we're very open-minded about no matter what gender you are, race you are, you know, like uh, religion, whatever, the whole the whole spectrum. Like, yeah. you're welcome on the field. You're not going to be treated any worse or less. You're going to treat, be treated evenly. And that's important in life. You should treat people like that. But they won't play with us because they have this 
this weird vibe <laughs> that we're a different way, which is not true. Uh-huh. And it's so, you know, I've tried multiple times to invite some of them. <laughs> a couple of them will come out, but the team won't play with us. So you kind of try, try, try. The doors open. If they want to join us, they can. They were actually invited to be part of the <laughs> Sandlot Collective, but they turned it down. So that's on them, and I wish them the absolute best. <laughs> I have nothing bad to say about them, yeah. but they are more than welcome to come with us. But if they don't want to be part of us, then I'm not going <laughs> to sit there and like stress, yeah, you know, yeah, trying yeah. to have them part. You know, that's what I mean? the thing. Like, it's like Sandlot. Look, there aren't any rules. There's not any definition. It's like you can be a part of a, a league. You can not be a part of a league. You can play who you want to play. Yeah, it's it's like that's, that's part of the beauty of it. So yeah, man. You know. All right, so what's what's up for? Uh, for 2023 you all starting to plan any of that or do you all- yeah I th- we're gonna do another sandlot revival we um we um played at um the the durham athletic park the original durham bulls park <laughs> we're gonna do one of those uh which is real tight so we did two kevin costner fields this year <laughs> which i'm kind of bummed because i want to see him and tell him <laughs> yo you guys are gonna laugh at me but yo i'm gonna go up to him and tell him that Waterworld was dope because people <laughs> hate on that movie so hard. Well, we got a guy who was uh, who just Dude, got back from. He works on the Yellowstone. He just got back in town last week, and he was telling us that he was he was wearing his. Uh, I think it was a Bull Durham shirt, and he was nah. wearing it on set. And he was nah. he was hoping to get a chance to talk to him and be like, "Oh yeah, you know." Dude, I want to tell him that Waterworld is so sick and people hate on that movie so much. But we're going to do that. We, we're, uh, we're actually going to have games next year. I'm hoping with, uh, you know, with you guys invite, I'm hoping to try to come down to Texas and, you know, and, uh, you know, see the stars at night. You know what I mean? Bright, and uh, I want to uh, also, I want to do this, uh, this real big thing. I don't know if you guys know about the mill leagues down here, like the Joe Jackson mill leagues and uh, textile leagues. Oh yeah, I uh, like uh, it's real, it's real big in the south. There's a mill league field about an hour from Raleigh, and it's called Swepsonville. And uh, I've played there a couple times with the the other leagues. And uh, it's a it's a bare bones park, <laughs> wooden grandstand, chicken wire fence, <laughs> and uh, the field's super long. But I want to do a camp out out there. It's on the Saxapaw River. <laughs> it's on the Jordan Lake or Saxapaw River, and like do like a fishing like baseball thing, you know what I mean? Like fish and sticks kind of thing, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, that'd be like awesome. a little tournament, um, invite some teams, but, uh, Tyler has the Sandlot revival going on, which is going to be tight. <laughs> we had that last year. And, uh, like I said, hopefully come and hang out with you guys and maybe meet some other teams, <laughs> groove and move and groove. You know, I like what Matt, Matt's been doing and going to like, you know, Hey, I played with the Texas playboys <laughs> and then he played some other games and this and that. And yeah. I'd like to, I'd like to groove on, get on that groove. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So, yeah. That'd be tight. I'm going to go play yeah. with the Ramblers tonight. And uh, a couple other nice, teams. nice, 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 nice. Come, come in the springtime, come in like April, May. Don't come in, the, don't come in July, August. Dude, I'm down. <laughs> Even if it's solo dolo, like I said, I'll just come hang out and like shoot the shit and bring a case of beer and tell you guys, you know, how stupid I am, you know, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> you don't have to tell us, <laughs> <laughs> you know, what about you guys, man? How you guys doing, man? How's enough about me? How's life with you, man? Uh, I'll go first, Howard. Life's life's great. Uh, is is the good, answer good you're supposed you, to give, right? Uh, no, no, no. All's good, good. For you, buddy. All's good, man. My 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 son's 14. Just played his last eighth grade football game on Tuesday. My, my daughter's got her first basketball practice tonight. Uh, kids are healthy. Good for you, man. Yeah, you know, I, I pay my bills uh, here and there. So, uh, yeah, all's good, man. I just three weeks ago, I was in Iowa playing the Field of Dreams. And, 
Yeah, I want to thank you. <laughs> I do want to know how you're doing, but I want to thank you for the little jars, man. <laughs> like I grabbed some corn and uh, some grass and some dirt, and dude, that was that was that was real smart. That was a that good. was a good look, man. I have it on my shelf. I, <laughs> like I said, I'm a I'm a pack rat of like little knickknacks and stuff, and that's definitely on my shelf, bro. Nice, good to hear. Definitely. So, so all twelve teams that were invited to to make the trip to the Field of Dreams were encouraged to contribute 170 of something to uh that made it into the welcome bag for all the players that showed up and um andy peoples from my team had the idea that we bought these little two three inch mason jars and put a had stickers made from your boy griggs griggs great dude man yeah. delivered and we uh feel the dreams the corn and they, they were to take the jars were to for players to take dirt or whatever they wanted so good to hear you. good to hear it was used yeah, yeah it, was, it was tight man we made a, a, a bum on the bump kit. I don't know if you guys saw that. Yeah. <laughs> so you told me about it before I'd even looked at my bag. And then when I got home to, back to Austin, I, 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 I knew exactly wh- which one was yours. Yeah, that was what hilarious. was it? What was so it? I made a little bum on the bump kit. <laughs> it was a little rosin bag. And it uh, had some Vaseline in it, a little sandpaper, <laughs> and a little gumball baseball, you know. Just in case you get in a pinch, bro, and you gotta, <laughs> you gotta need a little extra, you know, a little slick on that, right. on that curveball. That's <laughs> so awesome. funny, dude. So funny. Hey, you know, awesome. they're not, they're not check, they're not checking your hands in this league, bro. <laughs> no, absolutely not. <laughs> what about you, my man? How are you doing, man? How's life on your end? Everything's great. I just uh, I do some work with Northcutt, who's the other person on this. Who, oh, nice. Yeah, isn't here today. <laughs> other person who hosts uh, Stanley Revolution <clears throat> podcast. Uh, and we just finished up the weekend of the F1 race uh, here at uh, in oh, Austin. Oh, cool, man. Yeah. Good and, for you. And this feels really good. It's nice to get my head out of that and uh, into this. And, uh, yeah, we just kind of – I mean, Northcutt's still dealing with it, but uh, I just wrapped up yesterday, and, yeah, it's, it's nice. Good for you, man. <laughs> and don't undersell um, that. You and Northcutt led all the food and bath. <laughs> Or at well, least, at yeah, least food some for, of, for yeah, some the, of the F1 race in the, in the U.S. Good for you, man. You should be proud of that, man. Yeah. No, it's good. It's super tight. Good, good yeah. for you, man. So it was a long week uh, week and weekend, but it was a lot of pat fun. Yourself. You guys should pat, you, pat each other on the back, man. That's that's what's up, man. There you go. <laughs> hey, uh, we got about five, six minutes left. I want to – Yeah, We got to talk – we got to hit a little more World Series real quick. Let's do it, uh, Let's go. Right, wait for this. Here we go. Let's I got a couple, a couple stats that I want to throw at everyone. <laughs> oh, no, no stats. Let's just talk shit. <laughs> no, no, no. This is good. Well, yeah, no doubt. So uh, Nova, who's your starting pitcher tomorrow night against okay, Verlander, and Alex Bred- Bred- Bregman, our third baseman, were roommates <laughs> together in college. <laughs> Verlander, uh, Justin Verlander, who's our starter tomorrow, joins Roger Clemens as the only two pitchers who have started a World Series game in across three decades. Mm-hmm. In three decades, wow! And then this doesn't one, he have one? Doesn't he have one win? <laughs> he seven, Verlander has is zero and six. I was zero and six. Four and a half. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he, yeah, he, he does not have a today. win. Yeah, so till tomorrow night. Um, and uh, <laughs> now here's the one that just blows my mind. And Howard and I were talking about this earlier today. Like you know, it speaks volumes to. I don't know if problem or epidemic. Like, I don't know what you inaccessibility of, of, of baseball now for kids in the United States, how it's become mm-hmm. such a money game. But mm-hmm. first, yeah. first time since 1950, what's that? Tw- uh, 72 years. 72 years. Yeah. Uh, that there's not an American born African American playing in the world series. Wow. That is insane. And and MLB's got a you know uh, on paper anyway uh, a huge effort toward 
igniting inner city youth to, to you know, enabling them to play baseball. RBI baseball makes a small dent in it, but it's it's we Howard and I were talking about it earlier. It's it's the you know there's no fields to play on. If you don't if you don't play baseball before you're sixth grade, you're never going to play baseball. You're on. Well, the- did you guys down there? I know in North Jersey we have it's called PAL ball. We didn't. Uh, this is like the '80s. It was police police athletic league baseball, <laughs> and it was like. You know, there was like five teams. You had <laughs> shitty mesh hats and a color team. Like we were the Halden Giants. <laughs> we had the Halden Yankees, and uh, they don't have that anymore. It's all <laughs> it's all like travel ball or elite baseball. Yeah, and it's there's no city ball. There's no <laughs> there's no like <laughs> city teams that just play ball. You know, at like the middle school field, and it's going to disappear. <laughs> so there isn't like. The, you know, low income areas, or they don't have access to that. But isn't that like uh, <laughs> uh, miracle? What's a miracle? Uh, miracle League <laughs> is trying to do that. Is that the, like a Nashville like build fields? Yeah, is that would uh, Ben Ben and I Nashville. think that's what those guys are doing. Is like <laughs> building, giving yeah. access to like uh, you know um, areas where they, there's the non accessibility, like giving it to them. I think it's you know, think allowing it's, them. That I think I think that it's accessibility for kids with special needs that need correct. accessibility it's miracle league, okay correct. okay maybe, yeah but, but our, maybe our, maybe, <laughs> maybe i got it mixed up maybe yeah. that's uh maybe i i and i'm sorry if i didn't know no, no, that no no it's, you know? it's all in the same conversation <laughs> yeah. you know, you know it's, like, it's, it's absolutely in the same train of thought there's rbi baseball that um aims to provide a sponsor uh, uh, um, uh, 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 an adult mm-hmm. um, uh, mentor in the game of baseball for a kid that doesn't have a doesn't have a mentor, doesn't have a parent that, that introduces them to baseball, but it's so small. The impact's so small. Right it's now. disgusting. Yeah. It's disgusting. It's disgusting yeah. that, like, you know, people don't have access to this, you know, yeah. or <clears throat> when they do have access to it, they don't feel welcomed. And it's gross. Yeah. It's a gross way to be <laughs> in any kind of society, but especially baseball being the American pastime, you know, it's, dis- it's disgusting that kids don't have that ac- accessibility <laughs> to, like, you know, like my wife's a teacher, man, and she <laughs> teaches in a Title One school. Bless she's her. an orchestra. Yeah, man, it's 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 tough being a teacher right now. She's an orchestra teacher, <laughs> so she teaches violin, viola, and cello, and like they have nothing. They <laughs> have nothing. The arts are gone. You know, like they only <laughs> care about certain subjects. Like she has to, you know, beg for strings or you know a broken violin <laughs> or tape or music or. You know, it's dis- it's gross. Yeah. Like, you know, like the arts and sports and baseball <laughs> was a stepping stone for so many different things. Look at me. Like, like, and I'm not trying to say me as an example, but like, I'm allowed to be an artist in the baseball world. I mean, everything in baseball, <laughs> everything from the, you know, the bespoke uniforms, the stitching, the, the graphic design, <laughs> the music, like the organist, that stuff, all, all that stuff is an art. Baseball's a sport <laughs> for sure. Yeah. But, you don't think those dudes fixing that field, the artists or the guys that are fixing all stuff, they're all artists, man. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> when you throw that shit away, <laughs> what do you have, man? You got a bunch of dingleberries walking around straight lace with no, with, with no, you know, nothing. They're pathetic, man. It's, 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 yeah. it's disgusting. And, yeah. and, and Howard brought up a good point when we were talking about, he and I were talking about this earlier today. Uh, you know, the lack of fields, the lack of access, you know, football, you can go have two or two, three, four people. You can go have a quarterback and a, 
a wide receiver and a DB and switch off. And, you you know, you can, as a kid, play around. Hoops, you only need two people to play a, little, a game. Baseball, you, you know, with two people, all you can do is play catch, which gets old pretty quick. You can't at all. Even, yeah. Or buns, we used to play buns up with a tennis ball, but you can't even scratch the surface on playing a game. And, and these kids don't have fields to play on. We can, this is a whole other episode. Well, the fields but. are always the fields are always like, <coughs> you know, maxed out with like these like you know softball leagues. <laughs> They'll rent like five fields in a park, and you're like on a Sunday, it's like, yo, like, <coughs> do you need five fields for a softball game? Like, and it, rent ki- park, yeah. and it kills me that they even put padlocks on them. It's like. Let kids go on there when they're not being rented. Like, let people play on them yeah, when they're not I, being rented. It's ridiculous. I got a lock picking kit for this reason. <laughs> so, so, keep this. I'm going to teach myself how to pick locks and I'll pop every damn baseball field in the city. Hilarious. <laughs> where does, I, yeah, I'm telling you, bro. That's awesome. It's going to happen. Hey, hey, we're up on time. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to drive home here in about five, ten minutes. I'm going to give you a call on the way home just to chat about a couple yeah, things. Yeah, man. Uh, no we, doubt. we call it fiddle here in Texas, not violin. Uh, but I bought one three years ago, and I haven't even picked it up yet. So I may uh, you can't, if, you if can't spill beer in a violin. If but. yeah, yeah, good point. <laughs> if your wife uh, can teach me via Zoom, maybe, uh, maybe, but but no, bless her for bless all you for any of you in the educational space and working with kids yeah, and underappreciated and certainly underpaid. And uh, bless her for for what she does. Yeah, man, she's the best. <laughs> I thought you were man. I thought you were going to yo, send that fiddle to her. Real talk, though. Real talk. I hope you guys have a great day, man. <laughs> have a safe drive home. Good talking to both of you. I look forward to seeing you in person and, and catching a laugh and talking shit and, like, you know, taking me to some Texas barbecue and, like, take me to the spots. Let's get, you know, let's have a good time. You know, I, I, look forward to, I look forward to hitting the field with you, throwing the ball around and, like, you know, getting Matt involved and, you know, the, the Raleigh Sandlot and our Carolina Sandlot, et cetera, et cetera. And I hope I hope we can play ball together, man, you know. Get your 100%. ass down here, baby. Yeah. We'll, we'll roll out the red carpet and take care of you, and, and we, we absolutely know the spots for us. So, uh, yeah. Oh, man, I, I look forward to it, man. Bring it. Thanks so much for doing this. Yeah, much, much love, gentlemen. Have a wonderful day, and I'll talk to you soon. Much right. love, Joseph Kostros. Yes, yes, sir. Ciao. Our theme song is by The Tender Things, written by number 33 of the Texas Playboys, Jesse Ebal. Mm-hmm.